Blog Talk Radio. Government, the Mystery School, Agenda 23rd, Chemtrails and Geoengineering, Manufactured Disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there. already over. My God. Yeah, I know. Time just keeps going quicker and quicker, doesn't it? It seems like it, doesn't it? If there really yeah. is time. You know, but that could be a subject for another show, right? I mean, how if many months? Really I, was having, I was having this debate with somebody last week about how many months are in the year. And she's trying to tell me that there's 13 months in a year rather than 12. I I don't know. I just wish they wouldn't mess around with the time. That's all. (laughs) I don't care how many months are in the year. Just don't mess around with the time. Stop with the spring forward, fall back thing. That drives me absolutely bonkers. Oh, no. Oh, no. Might be OCD or something. What? You don't think that they should get rid of the time change where they bounce back and they fall forward? I mean, oh, it doesn't matter to me so much. Whatever. No. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't like it. I've been up at 3 o'clock every morning since they changed it over in the fall. So 
anyway. Really? How was your week? Well, very eventful week for me. A lot has happened and a lot of news to go over, so I hope everybody's listening, and I hope you invite your friends over from social media and Facebook. And if you want to watch, it's easy to get to Delivering the Truth by going to DeliveringTheTruth.com, and we have a live stream there, or you can click on the link there to watch it directly on Rumble if you want. Uh, It tells us how many people are watching on Rumble, but that does not include the number of people that are actually watching from the website. So... That's good to know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but this week, yeah, it did a lot. I mean, basically, we've got big changes with chemtrails going on. Uh, people need to know about this because they're fooling the entire world about all this stuff. And I really want to get the truth out about how this is changing, what's going on. Because, honestly, because I smell and taste chemtrails so acutely, and a lot of people, most people don't, I've met a lot of people online uh, hundreds of people online who do, which is very refreshing. I know somebody else. Per- well, I know a couple of people personally who do actually, uh, personally right here in this area. But um, we can give information, or I can give information and provide people with information about the patterns, the flight patterns, how this all works. That there's different types. It's much more complicated. How it's tied to the weather. Parts of it are not tied to the weather. So, like most things in mm-hmm. life, it's more complicated than what you initially believe. So, I'd love to cover some of that stuff. Plus, um, had an interesting little experience at the hospital uh, when I was getting some blood work done this week. Um, government warns that there's a threat so serious they can't tell anybody about it. EPA paid an expert witness $137,000 to testify in a landmark, landmark fluoride trial. Um, ah. CDC refused uh, to issue an alert about COVID vaccine and heart inflammation for fear of causing public panic. That's what they say is the reason that they didn't tell anyone. And on and on, lots of stuff. What about with you? What's going on in your life? Oh, I know. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of stuff too. I just want to I just want to piggyback on something you just said about the weather and the change in the weather um, with the chemtrails. And it it is. It's interesting how you can have a totally clear day, calm day. And then they go and they spray, covers up the whole the whole sun, and then all of a sudden it's either pouring rain or snowing or, you know, uh, hurricane force winds. I you know when I was younger I don't remember those extreme um, weather changes that way, you know. But I mean they and how they predict these things. And I'm, like, talking about the Weather Channel here, how they predict these things, like, right down to the minute. I mean, come on. You know, I I don't think that God designed the weather to be 100% predictable. That's just my opinion. But they they have this nail down where, I mean, they will say that it's going to start snowing at 1230, and then there it is. You know what I mean? It's it's there. So I – yeah, they were spraying so horrifically, and, you know, my girlfriend Justine, she, she posted some pictures this morning, and, I mean, they were just, it was totally clear skies, and those were some of the whitest, largest uh, trails I've ever seen in her pictures. I was like, oh, my gosh, how could you not notice this? How did people not notice this? And they were all, you know, positioned, crisscross. Around the sun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, the thing yeah. that, you know, it's, one thing that people need to realize is that the people who are doing this to us are very, very, very smart. They plan decades in advance. In fact, many decades in advance. I studied their religion, what their actual belief systems are for years. I wanted to understand who they were, why they did what they did. I was just so enthralled and intrigued by it. I'm not enthralled and intrigued anymore because I get it. I know what's going on. I see the big picture. I know where it's going, as do many of us. And so it's kind of not so exciting anymore. It's really just the biggest bummer in life, and it's really, really bad. But, you know, the thing is is that people need to realize how smart they are, and that comes to the spraying, too, is that they are actually getting really good here at actually spraying and leaving nothing in the sky. And I said years ago, I told people this was going to happen, that they were going to eventually have shorter and shorter trails until they have no trails. And I took video today, and I'll show that in a minute on the stream, but I took video today of, uh, of, a, of a whole bunch of jets. They were all military, by the way, I checked, and these jets in the video are military, and they have, they're leaving virtually no trail. Now, they turned on and off a little bit and left a little bit of a, you know. But, you know, five years ago, it looked like a war zone every day. Ten years ago, you'd have 10 to 40 trails in the sky at any time of the day that you go out. Big, huge trails going across the sky. Here, now, I still see the planes flying. I still smell and taste the fallout, but the trails are getting shorter and shorter. And I can tell that the shorter trails, even though they build the air intensity up real high, uh, they're still mm -hmm. building the intensity up real high. And it's got lots of different components. A lot of people think, oh, there, you know, there's something in the air. There's more than one thing in the air. I've broken it down into all the different components, and they've had components over the years that they used, and then they stopped using. So, yeah, it's complicated. There's a lot to it. And um, whatever whatever people want to share, I would invite people to go to DeliveringTheTruth.com. We've got a nice chat room there. Please you know, put your questions in. I'd love to hear from you, your thoughts, ideas, or questions, or whatever, and what you want to talk about. You know, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, and you know the um, the ratings last week on the show were phenomenal. And for you guys that missed the show last week, sucks to be you. No, I'm just joking. Um, you can listen to that either on you know our website on uh, Freedomizer Radio, Blog Talk Radio, and iHeart and Apple. You know, we had Elizabeth Quarter on, and she was talking. She was on with her vaccine injured son. And it was just, it was really moving, um, even emotional at times, you know, listening to this kid who his entire life was just altered um, by a vaccine injury, you know, and now he's got to live with us. So um, you could check that back episode out, you know, on the website. It's also on Facebook too. So, mm. but, uh, well, anyway, we should get into some of this crazy news. And what's going on? Yes, so, please. What, do you want to start with something? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. What to start with? Oh, so uh, 80% of Americans are testing positive for a chemical that's found in Cheerios and Quaker Oats that may be linked to infertility and delayed puberty. Now, I don't know about the delayed puberty thing because I think these girls and, and kids are <laughs> – Let's just put it this way. When I was in high school, yeah, girls didn't quite look like that in the chest area. Um, I think it's all the hormones. I think it's a combination of the hormones in the food and the antibiotics. And obviously, you would agree with what they're spraying in the air, I'm sure, affects hormones, um, infertility, 
But uh, there was interesting, four out of five Americans are exposed to a little-known chemical found in popular oat-based foods, including Cheerios and Quaker Oats. Um, Chloromequat. That's quite a name, huh? So I guess it's a harmful pesticide. Highly toxic agricultural chemical. Now, I could have already told you that Cheerios was a bunch of junk. And I love their advertising because they put right on the front, it's heart healthy, you know, it's got one gram of sugar, which, okay, it doesn't have any sugar in it. But if you ever look at the label on that, it's got a whole bunch of stuff in there that we generally shouldn't be eating. Uh, preservatives, genetically modified, and it says right on the label now that contains um, bioengineered ingredients. So now this is coming out, and I guess it was detected in 69% of the studies since 2017, this chemical. Now, Cheerios is like an American pastime uh, cereal. You know what I mean? It's probably in 70% of the people's cupboards. So if you're eating Cheerios or Quaker Oats or any of them, those brands, honestly, and this is Quaker Oats, Oats that they're talking about, I would definitely consider organic. And, you know, all oats and all grains are sprayed with uh, glyphosate anyway, as a general rule. You know, the wheat, the wheat uh, production in our country is, is terrible. You know, they take the wheat, they strip it of all its nutrients, and then they put it back in with a bunch of synthetic vitamins, and and that's what you're eating, you know, enriched. Anything enriched, I I would stay away from because it's just, it's generally just junk. So, um, you know, kudos to Cheerios, guys. I mean, seriously. What do you think about that, Russ? I know you don't eat Cheerios. No, no, I don't eat Cheerios. I haven't eaten Cheerios since I was a kid, probably. But um, I yeah. never really liked them that much. There were so many sugar-rich cereals back then that I loved because I was a sugar-holic and a chocoholic. Oh, but, um, uh, yeah, I remember the Sugar Smacks, yeah. Sugar Smacks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so much, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I I mean there's something in all. I don't think they make those What's that? I said, I don't think they make sugar smacks anymore, but what about Lucky Charms? I mean, now you can go ahead and get some Lucky Charms. So you're actually getting Cheerios because that's the base of them. It's the same company. And then you're adding in a whole bunch of high fructose corn syrup, uh, hormone-disrupting food coloring. Um, I mean, I have a friend, and, and I love him to death. He's a great guy, but he buys... The, the, he buys, he orders them on Amazon, the Lucky, Lucky Charms uh, marshmallows, like in a huge bag. It's like a five-pound bag of them or something that you could buy for 40 bucks or something like that. And I'm like, why do you eat that? Well, I like them. I'm like, do you, stop. Do you have any idea what you're ingesting? I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Well, the same, you mentioned about the estrogen, or I mean the uh, hormone uh, effects of what's being sprayed, and well, that's absolutely 100% true. In fact, uh, uh, mercury, which is which is a component of chemtrails, we're breathing it everywhere, every day. It's now ubiquitous. 
um, actually increases estrogen, also increases epinephrine, norepinephrine, uh, and dopamine, but it also increases estrogen. Uh, so there you go. You know, you have uh, estrogen levels, and, and of course, mercury affects so many. This is just a tiny drop in the bucket, but but we know what it does to estrogen levels. So it it, uh, it definitely will influence that. You know, Alex Jones made a comment about turning frogs gay a long time ago, and uh, you know, so chemtrails are you know turning frogs gay, and of course that's a very comical way of framing it, almost almost inviting um, condemnation from a lot of people to word it that way. But the fact is that mercury does increase estrogen levels, and so you see the feminization of men, you see uh, changes in women, you see early puberty and, and development in women as well. So this is all, you know, none of this should surprise anybody when we know what's really going on. So the problem is most of the world doesn't want to deal with it. I know before the show we were actually chatting about, you know what, maybe we should char- we, we should have a, a show about relationships. Does anybody want to come and chat at DeliveringTheTruth.com about what is your relationship with other people when you try to talk to them or, or how do you deal with this or how do you date, you know, or, or something like that? How do, you, how do you make it work with other people? Um, you know, I don't know. There's, there's a lot we could talk about, but, yeah. So there's your estrogen source right there. I think that that's a great idea for a show, actually. And not not like, a you know, does, we're not talking about, oh, you know, find your soulmate on our show type of thing. But relationships in general, when you are different from everybody else, I think that's a great idea for a show, actually. I would love to incorporate <clears throat> that. In any, we should talk about that anytime. That's a, That's a subject that touches everybody. I mean, it's like, how do you live? How do you deal with that? How do you, uh, how do you, you know, help other people or how do you relate with other people and how do you do that? So anytime people want to talk about that, I'm a relationship person. I love, uh, I love this subject in general. So it's like, let's, uh, let's do it. You still there? Did, did we lose you? No, you didn't lose me. I, I had myself on mute. Uh, <laughs> And I'm talking away. Okay. I was on, I muted myself. So um, okay. Well, I'm glad I spoke up. That 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 helps us know. Okay. So go ahead. And and you are definitely a relationship expert, Russ. So so I, I just want to go back on that Cheerio Quaker Oats thing for a while. So yeah, okay. if you're doing it, definitely buy organic. And I would even say gluten free would even be better if you have to eat oats. I myself cannot eat oats or any of that kind of stuff because, I mean, I just balloon out when I eat any type of grains. They do not work for my body, period. So uh, it's a little experimenting. You know, when I was younger, I would eat oatmeal all the time. It never bothered me. And then when I, you know, when I got sick and, and stuff, I just don't tolerate it anymore. And, and even if I could tolerate it, I wouldn't eat it. So... Uh, I want to go on to some some news, uh, you know, that's kind of been going on because, oh, my God, this week. Every time you think things just can't get crazier. Hold on one second. Hold on. I find it. So here's interesting. Denver's hospitals, this is Denver, Colorado. In case you're listening worldwide, you don't know where Denver is. Um, and we do have worldwide listeners, which is kind of cool. 
because I could see a breakdown of um, different countries, and we actually do have different countries that listen, so that's kind of neat. But uh, Denver's hospitals are at risk of collapse, listen to this, due to uncontrolled immigration with one health care system, the UC Health, is providing $17 million in free care over the next three months. So these illegals now are averaging about $5,000 a month in income between their free food stamps and their Visa debit cards and their whatever the shit else they're getting. Now they're getting free health care, of course, right? So $17 million in free health care over three months. But if there's a regular typical American that wants health care, they've got to wait six, eight months to get into a new primary doctor. Or I was reading a friend of mine's post today. His wife was having kidney stones and waited 14 hours in an ER, 14 hours. And she was screaming in agony pain. And you want to know what the nurse told him? You're going to have to wait your turn. While they were taking other people that were not even near as bad as she was. You know, they were laughing and smiling, I guess, going into the waiting room. So um, <clears throat> that, that alone should be enough to tick people off. You know, because we can't even get, not that the healthcare system is fantastic in the United States. It's a sick care system is what it is, not healthcare. Um, they want you sick so that they can make money. But the point of this is $17 million in free, free health care while people are paying $1,000 premiums for their health insurance every month. Yeah, yeah, this is part of the destruction of the United States. This is all, we talked about this last week, too, is that this is all uh, all intentional. And um, mm-hmm. the destruction of the United States was talked about decades ago, was planned many, many decades ago. It was planned 100, uh, 200 years ago, well, yeah, basically 200 years ago. People don't realize this. I mean, this stuff is all written down, and they, they think this is a conspiracy. Well, it is a conspiracy. It's not a theory, though. This stuff has all been written down, and everything they said that they were going to do, they're doing. And uh, bringing uh, people in this country and bankrupting the country um, and calling it compassion. You don't bankrupt the country and call it compassion because the suffering that you're going to cause as a result of all your actions are going to far outweigh any, quote, unquote, compassion that you're offering anybody. The way, that you, the way that you solve problems in a country is you make a strong economy. When you have a strong economy, the homelessness goes down. The, the, the health care goes up. In fact, the best thing you do to health care is get rid of the FDA, get rid of the NIH, get rid of the three-letter uh, uh, alphabet agencies, and let health care be practiced by people who do what works. Let them let the free enterprise rule. Let people choose what they want to do, and it would be incredible and completely revolutionized. It's like the phone system. I remember back when phone calls to make a phone call was so expensive, a long-distance phone call, that we would make a person-to-person call to let relatives across the country know we were leaving on a trip. And in a person-to-person call, if you don't actually get the person that you're calling for, then you, you didn't get charged for the call. But that would be the signal to the other, to our family members saying, we're leaving now for the trip. We're on our way. And that saved us like yeah. three bucks at the time, which was a lot more than it is worth today. It was probably about 15 bucks by today's standards. It saved us 15 uh-huh. bucks. When they, 
deregulated the phone industry, what happened? Service got horrible for a little while, but then it all got really, really good, and prices dropped incredibly, which is what would happen in healthcare. Quality would shoot up in the long run tremendously, and prices would go down. So, and mm-hmm. I, just, I, I, you know, I had the same kind of thing happen to me when I was in, you know, in my 20s. I actually uh, had a bleeding ulcer. I had tremendous. I later found out that's what it was, but I went to the emergency room and I couldn't function. I was up all night. The stomach pain was horrible. I was, I was in the emergency room, bent over, like pulling my hair out practically, and and uh, they couldn't take me. They're like, we have no beds available, you know. Mm-hmm. Funny how, so our hospitals are always, you know, just full to capacity anywhere I've been anyway. Uh, even the people mm-hmm. were saying, take this young man, you know. They were sitting, people were sitting around who don't really, weren't having any serious problems waiting to get in, and they're just like, please take this young man. He's obviously in pain. You know, but, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what else you got for us? Yeah, well, yeah, the healthcare system—that's another whole story. It's um, y- y- you know, Rockefeller did a really good job at getting rid of all of the alternative medicines. You know, because naturopathic medicine was our mainstream medicine before you know before they came along, and. People would go, oh, people didn't live as long. Yeah, but I think their quality of life was probably better. You know, they grew their own food. They, they, weren't, they weren't getting sprayed to death. There weren't all these household chemicals that we're exposed to. You know, I mean, I, I used the bathroom today in a public place, and um, which is fine. I mean, you got to go to the bathroom. you got to go, right? You're not going to hold it all day. But, I mean, the the stench of bleach, I was like, I had to literally cover myself with my hoodie because the bleach was like, ugh. You know, I'm like, God, they, they don't even give people options. They don't, they, they don't think about people that might be environmentally sensitive that way. You know, they're just spraying crap all over the place. And, you know, it's, it's and, and those things like hand sanitizer and these, um, these chemicals, you know, these cheap Dollar Tree chemicals, you know, that people use for cleaning, I mean, they're hormone disruptors, too. So, I mean, I don't buy any of that stuff. I buy cheap Dollar Tree cleaner, and you want to know what I use it for? I use it to clean my garbage cans out and then hose them out. But you wouldn't find that stuff in my house. So I'm just saying that, you know, be picky, especially inside your house. So we're not saying that the stuff from outside is not getting into your house. We already know it is, but you still can have some control over, you know, your inside environment that way. So choose wisely. But I, I got to tell you, I, I love the state of Idaho. They, they came out and they passed a bill uh, today that will allow convicted child sex offenders whose victims were under the age of 12 to be given the death penalty. <laughs> so if you're a convicted child sex offender and the, the person was under the age of 12, you could get electrocuted. That's kind of interesting. They don't mess around over there, I guess, huh? No, no, they don't. They're getting serious <laughs> about it. Yeah. You know, and there are 
regardless of this global agenda, there are some people that do fight back. You know, there are certain states that do fight back. There are certain people that do fight back. Now, it may be in the minority, but there still are some. So that's all I'm going to say on that one. Um, yeah. Wait, there's, yeah. there's a lot of stuff I, that I, I made notes of. I mean, I don't even know where to, to go. What do you have? You got one? Oh, uh, I got all update? kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just want, I would love to share um, my experience. I went to get blood work. I went to the hospital. I was sitting there waiting for a while. Um, we got hit. This is in Bangor, Maine. We got hit really, really hard with a plume while I was sitting there, and it was a high mercury plume. It had a component in there called drywall dust. And uh, for those who don't know, uh, you know, I, I, like I said a minute ago, is that I actually uh, itemize all of these things. If you go to the Global Skywatch website, I'll give you a little look if you're looking at the live stream here. Here's a list of all the chemtrail types that I've experienced over the years. I gave them names, did write-ups on them, and we got hit with the drywall dust and a combination of the model cement, um, the chalky bitter pharma, the inflammatory, which is down here, and the mercury type. And during the time that I was sitting there, a um, really wild thing happened is we got hit with a plume, and it went to 10, and it got hard to breathe. I mean, it was just absolutely intense. Just kind of started sweating and inflammation. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so intense. Um, the woman from behind the counter, receptionist, right at the peak of the plume, said, I'm sorry, folks, we're having a delay. I was waiting to get some lab work, some blood drawn for lab work, right? And the lady shouts out and says, I'm so sorry, we're, we're having a short delay here. We have a patient, I believe, she said, if I heard her right, I'm, I doubt myself, but I, she said, we have a patient who's having a heart problem, and, and we'll get all to you as, as soon as we're done with that. Well, mm. this actually reminds me about what I call my chemtrail heart attack. If you look here, on Global Skywatch, I actually wrote up what happened to me, and very briefly, <clears throat> this was all chemtrail caused. I mean, all my health problems are caused by chemtrails. Um, and what happened is doing all kinds of tests. I stayed in the hospital from Sunday night until Thursday afternoon. They did test after test after test after test. Do you know what they found is wrong? They found my potassium levels were extremely low. Well, guess what? Barium mm -hmm. found in chemtrails actually depletes the body of potassium. In fact, it's so effective mm -hmm. at it that they did an animal testing to artificially induce heart attacks. I know I've said this before, but this is how it mm -hmm. works. So, so the woman stands, the receptionist tells everybody they're happy. Sorry, somebody's having a problem. It happens right when this plume happens. Now, you might think, oh, it's just Quince happening. I see this happen all the time. I live in nowhere, Maine, and we have ambulances go by never unless they're spraying us like crazy. This is not a coincidence. It's not statistically possible. This is when we mm -hmm. have ambulances. This is I've seen people who feel bad when we get hit. And some, a lot of people aren't affected as much. They don't have inflammation or anything, but they feel tired or they'll, they'll start feeling grumpy or the kids start fighting. This is one thing. The kids always get rambunctious that I would be hanging around and stuff. Oh, yeah. But something mm -hmm. else happened, too, is that there's a type, there's a chemtrail type that's called the burnt electronics fungal type that's what i call it i i mean that because that's what it smells like it smells like some like a burning transformer in fact the first time that i encountered it i was home alone and i actually went through the house into the basement went and walking around because i could smell something burning i'm like what is burning now it's yeah. funny because a, a lot of people can't smell this 
So I don't want people to don't be you know, don't be fooled by the fact that you can't smell this. They have designer chemtrails done in such a way that a very small population can detect them, and I believe this is obviously by design. There's no way they would get away with this unless they had thought it through. So guess what? I'm at mm-hmm. the hospital. We get hit really hard with this chemtrail, and then what, what do I hear? I hear some woman walking down the hall going, I smell something burning. Do you smell that? I smell something burning with great concern, and I'm sitting there. I just want to scream it away, just like, yes, you yeah. smell it. Uh-huh. You don't know what it is, but I know what it is. It's the stuff that's, you know, that's in the chemtrails that's, that's, uh, that's coming in. So that was my little uh, – that was my little uh, 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 escapade there at the hospital. Uh, I'll throw one other little thing out there real quick. Is that I mean we got the church shooting stuff, which is there's uh, there's stuff we could talk to about that. We got uh, Toby. Yeah, and I saw a video um, about that church shooting. Are you talking about Joe Olstein's church? Yeah. Yeah, I watched a video. Um, I, I don't know if I sent that to you. I will send it to you, though, uh, that Peggy Hall did, and she picked apart that. And uh, I love Peggy Hall. I like to listen to her stuff. And um, she was talking about Joe Olstein, and she picked apart his interview that they had and slowed it down and watched the facial expressions. And uh, can we just say false flag, please? I mean, seriously, the guy was, like, laughing during the interview. Now, he's always got that shit-eating Grinch on his face anyway. But um, it, it was interesting the way that she picked it apart. Uh, there's, there's so many shootings that people are kind of becoming um, kind of like indifferent to this now, right? Because there's so many of them that how could you not question it? Seriously. Yeah, we were told Ted Gunderson is a regional was a regional director for the FBI. He worked in some big offices, and he was a pretty. He he uh, he actually came out. He had a crisis of conscience and started spilling the beans on all kinds of stuff. Chemtrails. He talked about human trafficking. Mm-hmm. He talked about uh, that the CIA is the biggest the, the deliverer of drugs. If you don't know that, go to Orbis Patai and watch the video com and watch the video of the Clinton Chronicles. If you want to know all about the government mm-hmm. importing. Uh, in the Mena, Arkansas. This is all out in the open. We know this. We have witnesses. We're not talking about little witnesses. We're talking about Secret Service. We're talking about sheriffs. We're talking about IRS agents. We're talking about people who are in positions where they'll, they'll be they'll be felonized if they don't if they're lying. And mm-hmm. they came out to testify, but nothing happens because these these people are owned. It's all owned. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, this stuff with the, the the Ted Gunderson came out and talked about this years ago. And, uh, and said that these false flags are going to be done intentionally. It's all going to be done intentionally by people, or it's going to be either encouraged or they're going to take people who have been traumatized or under some kind of control system, which they have mm-hmm. uh, become really, really good at, and they're going to do this. This is what happened with Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, it's just, i, I got to stop. I mean, I could go on and on because I get carried because it's just – astonishing that this stuff has happened in front of everybody's eyes, the fraud and the lying. It's right there in front of everybody, but people are just cold-hearted and they don't want to deal with it and they don't want to talk about it. Or, you know, or at least mm-hmm. some people are, you know, a lot of the, the general public. You just you have a real polarization. So, yeah, that's uh, yeah. the whole Joe, the whole, 
even even uh, Bill Cooper, who had one of the most influential uh, radio shows in history called The Hour of the Time, uh, uh, talked about this, that this was going to happen. It was, he wrote it in a book, and you can find excerpts online where he wrote this back, you know, 25 years ago or something, that they were going to facilitate all of these shootings in order to take the arms away. And this is one thing uh, – I'm almost done. This is one thing that that is so important for people to know is that the whistleblowers that have come out from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, military whistleblowers before the Internet was, was, uh, was available enough to really make that kind of an impact, they were coming out saying never give up your arms because that is the final step until they round up all the dissidents who don't believe what the government tells them. Because with guns, they don't want to send their people out because when people start resisting, they know they don't have a chance. But if you don't have a gun, then what are you going to do, throw rocks? You, you have mm-hmm. no hope. They can do whatever they want. And if you understood what they really want is they want to lock you up and they want to do the same thing that they did in Russia when they killed 50 or 60 million people. I mean, history is littered with absolute carnage, and carnage is committed by people in positions in corrupt governments. This is by far the vast majority of carnage that has happened, far outweighing what happens during wartime in in the wars themselves, I should say. So people never give up your arms, and it's, it's the corruption that is facilitating these shootings. I'm not saying that every single shooter was corrupt, although there are whistleblowers that came out and said that every single shooter is uh, controlled. They've come out and said that. I don't say that. I don't have inside information to know, but enough information mm-hmm. has come out where people are being told by the people on the inside, never give up your firearms, because after that, everything will move very quickly. It's over. Yeah. You're going to get rounded up. And then a ground invasion of the United States. And if you think this is crazy, if you had any idea, people, how many whistleblowers and how much information that I learned in the 80s and 90s that is happening right now, and it sounded crazy back then, but I've just watched it all happen. And so this is not crazy. These people really knew what they were talking about. And when you talk about the the thing the reason you have not had a ground invasion in the United States is because you wouldn't stand a chance. There's more firearms in the United States than people. You wouldn't stand mm-hmm. a chance. But once that's gone, it's all over. You're just sitting ducks because that's what they want. They don't want the United States here anymore, and people need to wake up and realize that's, that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's the, the whole gun issue. In fact, I was just trying to find an article about that, and I, I can't. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. It'll come across it. It'll come across. But um, so let's see what else. There was something about the Clintons, and I have to go back. Oh, because you were talking about the Clintons. Um, Hillary Clinton's longtime aide, Huma Abedin, I, I, I'm not sure if I said that right, Abedin, uh, 47, age 47, reveals she is dating George Soros billionaire playboy's son, Alex, of 38. I mean, come on. We all know they're in cahoots. In fact, did you see that article I sent you about George Soros and he's going to um, want to be buying um, one of the largest platforms, which includes iHeartRadio on it? Did you happen to catch that or see that? I didn't see that. No, I didn't catch that, no. Okay, hold on. It's in our it's in our radio show chat. George Soros. Um, 
the George Soros Fund is poised to take control of the nation's second largest chain of radio stations. So he's going to take the largest radio show company, which owns more than 220 stations nationwide. Um, I'm just going in here to, to see if it, it if it gives examples of some of these besides iHeart. Um, the left-leaning billionaire Soros Fund Management has bought up $400 million of debt, debt in audacity. Uh, the number two... U.S. radio broadcaster behind iHeartMedia with stations including New York's WFAN um, and 1010 Winds, Los Angeles, and there's a whole bunch of them that are listed here. I'm not going to say all of them. But um, can we say more censoring now? I mean, in in Audacity and iHeart, I mean, iHeart is one of the platforms that our radio shows are from Freedomizer are streamed on. That's not going to end good. Yeah, no, none of it's going to end good. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I tried back after I moved here, after a couple of years, they were spraying us so hard here. I was going to actually approach the local AM stations and see if I could do talk radio, even though I hate doing talk radio. I'm not, I shouldn't say hate, that's a strong word, but I really don't like being in the public eye, and I do this out of a sense of duty. It's really not my style. Um, people know me know that, and so it's really weird and awkward for me to do this, but I do it. I force myself to do it like I do many things in my life that are uncomfortable. Anyway, so I was going to call the AM stations in town, and so I went and I looked up and I made a list of all the AM stations in town and started looking at them, and then I came across an article that the year before, I think it was 2011 I was going to do this, 2010, 2000, I can't remember what it was. It was a, the year before Clearcom had come and bought up all the AM radio stations in Bangor, except the Christian ones. There's a couple Christian. I'm sorry, not mm. just the AM, the AM and FM stations. Uh, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think all the stations, all the radio stations were bought up except the one or two Christian stations. So this been, you know, the conglomeration of, of media has been going on uh, for a long time. One thing I'll jump on here real yeah. quick, too, is I just I had this up on the screen. Actually, I'm playing the Clinton Chronicles. Please, folks, bring people who don't believe in this, go to orbitsvitae.com. Here's the website. You know, look, Go to the forum and look for the Clinton Chronicles. This is one of the best videos ever made for introducing people to the level of corruption. And that's one of the stories mm-hmm. I want to get to in a minute is this whole multi-warhead technology that they're saying that the Russians have. This was given to China during the Clinton administration by Clinton himself. This was known openly, and this was even talked briefly about on mainstream news, that that technology was mm-hmm. given for free to China. This is the multi-warhead, nuclear warhead, ICBM technology uh, that, that uh, is long, you know, can, can attack countries far away. But anyway, talking about PF, you were mentioned about, uh, well, actually, I won't get into that. Let me just save our time. Go ahead. What do you got for us? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. We have time. I, we probably should go to a commercial, though. Yeah, yeah, okay. Since we got to pay those sponsors. Yeah, because we're, we're technically supposed to have two commercial breaks a show, so we're going to do that. Um, there are a few people that are on the switchboard. Um, if you guys want to listen, that's fine. If you want to talk, you have to hit one to raise your hand so that you can be unmuted. So we are going to commercial. 
right now. We'll be back in three minutes, guys. Hank, bye. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. you should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Cross. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> we air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10.30. Uh, right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're back. You there? I'm here. Ah, you are there. I'm here. Hold on. I'm here. I was just, I was yeah. just giving uh, Dave a commercial to remove. Um, mm. We certainly don't need this commercial there anymore. So, all right. So, anyway, on to more news. Do you like my little uh, song and dance there? Oh, that was amazing. You should do that more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think we've had too much spring on both of us today. So, yeah. anyway, I just, yeah. I, I'm just trying to go back on because there's so much stuff. I, 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 it was the other page that I run, and I'm sure that this happens to you, but I wake up to about... 65 messages of different articles and links. If I spent my entire day doing that, it would be like 24 hours of listening to videos and reading articles. So I just want to put this out there. I do not listen to everything that is sent to me. Otherwise, I would go out of my freaking mind. Just saying. And and I'm sure that you feel the same way. There's only so many hours in the day to, to look at stuff, so... 
I like short videos. Like, I love the shorts, you know, they're like 35, 40 seconds long. That's more my, more my style. People send me a two-hour video, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I might get that done in about six months or so, unless it's really, really, you know, really, really important. But uh, for the most part, I, I don't have the, the attention span, oh, my gosh, for that. So I have a question for you because somebody was asking me this today. And um, they wanted to use um, ivermectin for long-term preventative care. What do you think about that? I, I see so many things about ivermectin and its ability to kill Lyme and parasites. And obviously, we know that they food that during COVID because it worked for COVID or any other viruses. But what do you think about, uh, what do you think about that? Well, I'm actually much more of a fan of going natural. Um, if you're going to par- pull care, if you want to kill parasites, I mean, you could use artemisia, you could use uh, caprylic acid, you could use cinnamon leaf, garlic, herbal pumpkin. Um, you know, Wormwood. Arco. What's that? Yeah. Wormwood, which is ivermectin. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you know, there's plenty of na- natural natural uh, alternatives that I would I would use before using anything that's a little on the synthetic side. So, yeah, that, that's yeah. what I would do. Yeah, I'm going I'm to agree with that. I mean, I do have ivermectin, and, you know, I have taken it if I felt like I'm coming down with something from time to time. But for the most part, I don't. I use that the ascosilicum, which is that homeopathic flu remedy. And I've turned a lot of people onto that homeopathic flu remedy. And I'll tell you, that works. If you take that, if you're in the early stages, if you feel like you're coming down with something, you take a vial of that, that stuff really works. So that's a really, really good thing to have on hand. And I'm kind of glad that I stocked up on it when the prices were much lower than they are now. You know, it's probably double the price now than what it was. Um, Yeah, that stuff. That stuff really works. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay, I'll have to send that to you. It's called ascosilicum. I might even be saying it wrong. Real long O word, but it's a homeopathic. And uh, the stuff is, like, fantastic. It really is. Gotcha. So definitely okay. would recommend yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, I hear you. Definitely, hey, did definitely. Did you hear about the peer review? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, what, for what? Peer-reviewed study, mRNA shot killed 14 times more people than it saved. Here's the source. Oh. If you're looking at uh, deliveringthetruth.com, there it is on the screen, right? This is from tech, uh, Technocracy News. The peer-reviewed study published in the Cur- uh, uh, Curious Journal on January 24th, analyzed reports from the initial phase three trials of Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. These trials led to the shots. These trials that we're talking about led to the shots being approved under the emergency use authorization in the United States. The study also looked into several other research and reviews of the trials and found that the vaccines had dramatically lower efficacy rates than the vaccine companies claimed. Big surprise there. I've seen the analyzation. I mean, this data was available when the vaccines were being pushed right from the beginning. 
uh, all the mm-hmm. truth tellers were ostracized by mainstream media, like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who's one of my favorites. She's amazing. She's very, yeah. very, very, uh, very well educated about vaccines. One of the most studied people in the world, in my opinion. Anyway, moreover, based on the conservative assumptions, the estimated harms of the COVID-19 MRI and the vaccines greatly outweighed the rewards. For every life saved, there were nearly 14 times more deaths caused by the modified mRNA injections. I think this is actually a little bit conservative. I think it's much higher than this because I do think mm-hmm. the way that they measure people dying of COVID is they actually used a fake test saying that they had COVID because it would report you could use Coca-Cola on the test and it would say it had COVID. They put the people in the hospital, put them on remdesivir, destroyed their liver, and they said, oh, my God, the, the virus is destroying people's kidneys and other organs. Mm-hmm. We've never seen a virus do yeah. this. Look how bad this virus is. Isn't this exactly what Fauci did with AIDS? It was the so-called uh-huh. medicine that was killing the people. People need to look in the history of the corruption, and this is why you and I do this, is because we just kind of we want to help people, and we really despise the corruption because corruption hurts so many people. Here's the last sentence. It says, given, here's a quote. It says, given the well-documented SAEs, which are serious, serious adverse events, and unacceptable harm-to-reward ratio, we urge governments to endorse and enforce a global uh, moratorium on these modified mRNA products until all relevant uh, questions pertaining to casualty, residual DNA, and aberrant protein production are answered. Well, gee, wouldn't that be something mm-hmm. you should do right up front? The bottom line, this is going to go down in history when the truth all comes out that this was fabricated, orchestrated, and the videos that we had that would talk about SARS viruses, if viruses do even mm-hmm. exist, we're looking probably at DNA scrap material. This is a whole other conversation. Look at Sam Bailey. Mm-hmm. Anybody doesn't know, Sam Bailey from New Zealand is doing great work exposing that, that viruses in the form that they are being presented to the, to the public have never been shown to exist. Um, it's DNA fragments or other junk. It's not viruses per se, but they had to scare people. And this is part of earlier we were talking about Rockefeller, right? I've got up on Orbis Vitae, I've got how Rockefeller took over medicine. Can I play this one-minute clip for you? Yeah, of course. Check this out. This is how Rockefeller took over medicine, right? So in 1872, Rockefeller bought up, shut down, or bankrupt 90% of the oil companies. Our constitution came mm-hmm. into place in when the Supreme Court found Rockefeller in violation of the Sherman Antitrust Act and split Standard Oil into 34 independent companies, so they said, you can't have the monopoly on this, you're done. You think that changed who he was? No. He promised to bankrupt America. At that very same time, they were learning how to turn petrochemicals, exactly what he had at his fingertips with the oil, into pharmaceuticals. Now, John D. Rockefeller's biggest threat was natural health. So what does he do? Being the businessman he is, he donates money to the medical school because he wants to control. And what do you do when you want to control someone? You give them money. And then he hired a guy by the name of Flexner to study the school's curriculum, to figure out what they were teaching everybody, and to persuade the government to establish allopathic medicine, which used unnatural substances to treat diseases. This is how Western medicine was founded. So oh, in the- okay, so there you go. This is, this yep. is just overview. Then this is why they are shutting down natural medicine. They got rid of most herbs in Europe by harmonizing with the Codex Alimentaris 
we were actually going to go in business. We were we had a guy over there, and we were going to actually distribute our herbal research materials in Europe, and we shut the project down because they can't get most herbs over there anymore. During the time we were getting ready to do this, they they got rid of about 85% of the herbs that you could get. They shut down. Now they're doing. They're working on this right now, as I speak. The FDA is working on a project to do the same thing here. And in fact, that's the whole reason I'm changing the nature of my business. Is that because of the oppression, uh, oppressive FDA laws and policies? I should say policies because they're not really laws, but their policies. The company that we wrote and distributed uh, scientific-based science and clinical study-based materials uh, regarding herbs about. Um, was forced to actually tell everyone you cannot distribute any materials about the products that we sell. You cannot publish any research. You can't put it on the web. You cannot even link from a website that has one of our products to scientific studies talking about herbal ingredients in that product. Did you hear what I said? You can't link from your website to a study. But it gets worse. You can't link from a website that has clinical studies to your website that has the herb for sale. You can't link in. You can't link out. They do not want people to discover the science behind herbs. And this is the censorship that has taken place. And I talk, I talk to people high up in the company. I said, you know people are going to die because of this policy. You know people are going to mm-hmm. suffer. You know, I have people come to me and say, because of your materials, I know people who are alive today because of your scientific research that you put out there. Now the public's not allowed to see it anymore, at least not on the web. It's much harder to get a hold of. You can't get it freely available on the web anymore. Why? Because the FDA and Rockefeller Medicine is all about protecting their bottom line at the expense of your life and your health. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, you said it right there. Yeah. Yeah, and I noticed that um, there are some stores around me that were clearing out all of the homeopathics half off. They're not going to carry them anymore. So um, my suggestion, if you guys use homeopathy, stock up. I mean, I probably have 400 vials of different homeopathies that I've, you know, accumulated through the years and, and once in a while, I go back on, you know, a rare remedy if I think I need it. And, um, you know, homeopathy is, is fantastic. It, it really is. It works. I've seen it work. But um, if you guys want to uh, not miss out on the opportunity to use it, I would definitely stock up on what you can now, especially like the common ones, Arnica, uh, Nux Vomica, and um, and those type of things. But I do consults for homeopathy, so if you guys are interested, I could do a consult for you. All right. Yeah, so, you know, I had uh, real sensitivity to cats. You know, we had, Laura had taken in a couple strays. We shared a house together. We still do. We worked the business out of the house, very economical way to run a small business. It worked really well for us. She took in a couple stray cats over time. Um uh, beautiful cats, had them for their entire lives. But I was allergic. If I touched the fur and touched my face, I would, like, get irritated skin, start sneezing, uh, uh, watering nose, watering eyes. It was just horrible, horrible. So somebody, one of our great, we have, we have contacts with uh, naturopathic doctors and herbalists all over the United States, 
And so they said, look, try this homeopathic. This is fantastic. This will get rid of it. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. I, I, I didn't really have too high hopes. I thought I was a pretty hard case. They said, finish the bottle, even if it already cured, if it, even if it gets rid of your allergy before. Before I was even a, a quarter of the way through the bottle, my allergy was gone. It disappeared. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I would take my hand, rub it on the cat, put my hands on my face and rub my face and say, look, Laura, look, nothing's happening. This is absolutely astonishing. But I went ahead and did. I, I finished the bottle. I'm that guy who does what I'm supposed to do, you know. So I finished the bottle. Never came back. Don't have that problem to this day. Yeah, so, I believe it. amazing, amazing. I believe it. I believe it. Totally. So let's see, what else What else do we have? I mean, there's just too much sometimes. My brain just, it's seriously, it's just too much sometimes. Oh, what, what about this latest article that was posted in our group chat? Um, New Yorkers are urged to watch out for an extremely invasive snail. Yes, a snail, S-N-A-I-L, that carries deadly parasites. Oh, my God, they're grasping at straws. That was not that one, but an Oregon man contracts the bubonic plague from his cat. Seriously? Do you see all of the propaganda puffing here? And I guess the CDC actually put out some kind of alert for the bubonic plague, too. Who the hell is listening to this crap anymore? I don't know a lot of people that are listening to it. And if you are, I think you're just too far gone now um, because that's nuts. But they they will come out with any article whatsoever to try to scare the general public. It's insane. Yeah. They they make stuff up. I mean, this is when I, I I saw so much media corruption when I was working with a political party back in the early 90s. I would see where we'd have an event or our opposition would have an event. And when we had an event, because we were all about the good stuff, uh, that we'd have 5,000 people there. The media would say, oh, there was a small meeting with 500 people or less, a few hundred people, right? The opposition would have a meeting. They'd have 200 people there. They'd say they're 2,500 to 5,000. And I mm. saw this on the news over and over again, and I'm just like, I, I, I was kind of like, I can't believe this is really happening. And it finally clicked for me the day, because I had been studying that this was about time Waco happened. This was after Waco happened. And so I actually said, what was this all about? Because I'm hearing so much conflicting information. I'm a researcher, so I went out and researched, right? So I learned about David Koresh. Learned about, and I listened to a bunch of his tapes. In fact, a couple of my friends did too. We were little researchers. We wanted to go learn stuff. So we listened to a few tapes, and he makes a statement in one of his sermons because he was like a preacher, and he was the one who, uh, who his group was uh, in, uh, invaded there at the, at the at Waco, at the Branch Davidian. They call it a compound. It was just like a big house kind of thing. But anyway, mm-hmm. so what, what happened is that he made a statement in one of his sermons, because I listened to a bunch of his teaching materials, say, why would the government go after this guy? Why do they even care? And he made a statement mm-hmm. and said, you know, if I could move mountains, if I could do this, if I could do miracles, then I am God. But in the context of what he was saying, he was saying that he's not God, there's only one God. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'm 
I hear you. I hear you. So I, I remembered that. I remember listening to these materials. What do you know? On CNN, when they were really, really demonizing those people, right, after they killed all those people, and I don't, they, they, they say they set themselves on fire, which is absolutely indefensible. That's not what happened. What happened is I saw on CNN where the, the anchor actually said, they were talking about what a bad guy David Koresh was. I never heard him say anything bad, but they said he was mm-hmm. a really bad guy. And they played the clip where he said, if I could do this or I could do that. Or they didn't even play, they played that same clip, but they, they only played the one line that said, I am God. And they said, the man who claims to be Jesus Christ himself. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, that was the day I got chills and I got the, a dreadful feeling in my soul. I just sat there looking at CNN on the TV and I was just like, oh my God, I cannot pretend and I can't deny this anymore. These people make stuff up they don't care the truth is optional the truth is a tool for them to throw around and distort according to their their programs and their schemes has nothing to do with reality so that was the day that i finally accepted how corrupt media was when i saw i had listened to that tape myself and they played that skip that clip from it saying i am god and they took it Mm -hmm. he was saying the opposite if you listen to the context. But that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They demonize the heroes, and then they, they glorify the villains. So yeah. that's the day I was converted, or at least the day I really, really finally accepted how bad media really was. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I don't even, you know, I don't even have a TV. So I, I don't want to watch I mean, I'll go to the gym and I can be updated on, you know, because there's like 25 TVs, right? Like all in a row with all different stations on. And sometimes I'll, you know, be on the bike or doing whatever and I'll look up at it and I'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, like 20 years ago before I knew any different that I used to literally watch this crap. You know, like... I, I have I have a family member and they they keep the news on because they want to see the weather. I'm like, oh God, please, please, you know, please. There's better ways to see the weather than listening to that to that crap, you know. And and I used to know a guy and he would have his TV on twenty four seven, and he would have it on like a news like ESPN or one of these. Not ESPN. Um, what, what is the one I'm thinking of? CNN. That's it. I, like 24-7, just running constantly. And he would be sleeping in a chair running this TV. Like, imagine what that's doing to you subliminally, having the TV on all night while you're sleeping, listening to that stuff. I mean, I think I'd be a head case for real. Well, you know, I don't know if you heard about this, but Michael Mann, talk about criminalizing free speech in America. Michael Mann, I put this up on uh, deliveringthetruth.com for people who want to see it. Come in our chat room, too. We'd love to have you. We'd love to get some people in there. Michael Mann is a discredited climate scientist who fabricated the infamous hockey stick model of global warming. Okay, the hockey stick is the mm-hmm. thing that scared everybody, right? 
it was a fabrication. It's a lie. Okay, and this is the thing that, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's his name, pushed for years and years, um, who was the vice president uh, during that era. Anyway, the infant in the hop, I get, sorry, my, my brain is not pulling up names right now. I'm, I'm having, I'm ready to, I'm overdue for some food, I think. So the hockey stick model of global warming, this is what he fabricated. His answer to critics like Dr. Tim Ball is to sue them. Now he wants to all the centers forcibly censored and removed from public discussion. This is how the science is settled, quote unquote, is by pseudoscience is uh, uh, idealized. Climate alarmists like man cannot stand up to the traditional rigors of scientific debate, so their only defense is to simply shut critics out of discussion. This is why man repeatedly attacked Dr. Tim Ball, who was his critic, one of his many critics, an eminent climate scientist in Canada who was saying he was wrong, and, and uh, he was right that he was wrong. Mann lost his defamation lawsuit against Ball in the uh, B.C. Supreme Court in 2019. So this is what's actually happening. You know, we know this about some of the people who are whistleblowers. They're the ones who are being chastised. But here, this guy makes up and fabricates the hockey stick theory or hypothesis, which was a lie, scared everybody to death, probably cost the economy hundreds of billions of dollars already because based on this lie, this guy comes along, Dr. Tim Ball, and criticizes him and says, this is this data is bad. This is not the way this is happening. You can read about this in technocracy.news here that I have this up on. And uh, now he got sued, and I think it's for well over, it's over a million dollars. Big amount of money. So there you go, mm-hmm. free speech. Free speech. Yeah, right. Yeah, free speech. I'm sure there's so much of that going on now as I'm still getting posts taken down from my old large group. There's all a free speech going on there. It's crazy. Do you think Toby Keith was jabbed? Yeah, I would think. That's just my opinion. What about you? Well, check check this out. Check this out. I'll put this out. This is Tom Rentz's, um Here, Wait a minute. I, I want to go to the website because I want to see what you're putting up. Okay. This, yeah, this is Tom Renz's Substack, Tom, R-E-N-Z.substack.com. I subscribe to a lot of these people uh-huh. to keep up with what's going on. All right. Okay. Keith, this is a quote from Tom Renz's Substack. Quote, Keith, statements combined with statements, this Toby Keith's statements, Combined the statements made by his longtime tour manager, David Millam, suggest that everyone on the tour was double-jabbed as of June 2021. In an, uh-huh. This includes Toby Keith. In an interview with projection lights and stage, staging systems, and that's my arena. I, I love the stage stuff. I, I worked backstage for over 10 years in the theater. I was actually the acting technical director, even though they didn't give me that title. That's literally what I did. In an interview with uh, Projection Lights and Staging System, published June 10, 2021, just a month before Toby's reported diagnosis of stomach cancer, Dr. Millam emphatically assured the reporter that everyone was following state and local rules regarding COVID and were all double-jabbed. This is a quote from this manager, from the longtime mm-hmm. tour manager for Toby Keith. He said, quote, Everyone out here is double vaccinated. We feel safe. The crew, stage crew, all wore masks today at load-in. Load-in is when they, we used to, they would do, when we do a show, we'd add load-in. They'd bring up the truck to the big, to 
and then we load all the equipment in. That's load-in. The stage crew all wore masks today at load-in, though they were not traveling with COVID, with an, uh, though they were not traveling with a COVID enforcement officer, Millen adds. We're extremely careful out here to align with state and local rules, as well as keeping a tight rein on our backstage with few guests and no meet and greets. In June 2022, the following year, Keith announced on X, formerly Twitter, that he had been diagnosed with stomach cancer in the fall of 2021 and had already received chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery. What do you think about that? Oh, I, I 100% believe it. And I did see something similar to that in passing. And, yeah, I, I believe that. I mean, remember, it was starting off with all the heart problems and then moving into the autoimmune issues and now the cancers. So there we are, right? I mean, he was perfectly healthy guy, right, touring and doing all the stuff that he was doing, and all of a sudden, boom, just like all these other celebrities that, you know, have dropped dead coincidentally, or all of these uh, athletes, you know, soccer players, hockey players, and not so much in the hockey I haven't seen, but I have seen a quite many of soccer players, football players, uh, basketball players that have just all of a sudden dropped dead on, you know, on, on the uh, on the floor there, but. On Telegram, there's this group called MRNA Death Toll, and um, they're constantly having videos of people that, you know, are having heart attacks or dropping dead or, you know, having dropping dead at work, you know, and they catch these things, you know, on camera. And, uh, of course, all of this is hidden, you know, because it's, it's, it's safe and effective. Operation Warp Speed. Hurry up. Go out and get it. And people are still getting boosters. Still getting boosted. So, I have, I have right. somebody, my girlfriend just literally texted me. She's listening in, and she said that she was at a pharmacy today, and the guy next to her was, was picking up something, and she was picking up something. And of course, I've already asked her what she was picking up. But anyway, um, she said that the guy, the guy was you know, older, and he says, "I'm here for my fourth booster." And she said, "I literally had to run the other way because I, I, I wanted to open up my mouth and tell him." I said, "Well, why didn't you? You should have said something." You know, but she's she's kind of shy that way. But um, but people are still falling for this and getting their boosters, and I'm going to tell you, they're going to fall, and, and not in a good way. Well, Toby Keith wasn't the only one. Toby Keith wasn't the only one. What the government did is they paid $1,000, maybe different amounts, something like that to different people. I heard uh, many of them got a $1,000 bonus from oh. some government subsidized organization to promote the jab to the public, right? So on the screen right now, yeah. So all these influencers started promoting the jab during this time. And guess what they're doing mm-hmm. now, Diana? Look at the screen. Mm-hmm. Here's Grace Helbig, who is one of the large influencers on YouTube. She's got three, uh, oh. 2.6 million subscribers. 
She's not talking about the jab anymore, folks. This girl is talking about chemo products. <laughs> Why? Because she's using them. Oh, this is tragic. Well, didn't this is tragic, that? and this is, what, this is what this lie has done to people. This okay. is what they've done to people because this was the goal all along. And until people understand the big picture of what the big goal is for this country and what the people are actually doing to this country, and I'm not trying to fearmonger or anything like that, it's just so much deeper than what your average person realizes. And I am very grateful because I learned this a long time ago because when I got passionate about research, I got into it a long time ago, and I just kept going and going. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like reading sci-fi when you really learn what is going on. So anyway... So here up on the screen is Grace Helbig, who, uh, who uh, is now sporting chemo products because she is mm-hmm. paying the price, as many other influencers are. What do you think about that? Well, I, there's definitely some truth to that. I mean, I, think about this. Russia came out this week, and they said that they were going to have a cancer vaccine, Right. So now all of a sudden they're going to have a cancer vaccine. Stop it. You know, so now we need a cancer vaccine to try to vaccinate against the cancer that all these other vaccines are causing. I mean, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Oh, God. I mean, do people like literally think? I mean, please, people think while it's still legal. Please. Yeah, yeah. The CDC refused to issue an alert about COVID vaccines and heart inflammation for fear of causing public panic. An email uh-huh. recently obtained by the Epic Times revealed that the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, to not prevention, uh, drafted but never sent an alert to the U.S. public about a link between COVID-19 vaccines and myocarditis. wonder why they didn't send it, that which is inflammation uh-huh. of the heart muscle. That's what myocarditis is. Because CDC officials yeah. worried that people would panic. So that's their justification. We're not going to warn the public because we're afraid they're going to panic. We're not going to warn about something that actually does damage. The email dated May 15, 2021, eight months after the CDC identified myocarditis as an uh, adverse event of special interest or a potential side effect, contained conversations between CDC officials and pharmaceutical industry representatives about why an alert should not be issued. CDC internal documents obtained through the Freedom of Information Act also revealed that officials prepared to release an alert to the public, but the alert was never finalized or dispatched. Instead, the the CDC sent uh, alerts encouraging people to get vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't just get under your skin. It doesn't just get you. Oh, yeah, a little bit, sure. But uh, I have thick skin. But, yeah, it sure does. I mean, it's going to kind of be like the Kennedy files, right? We're just going to hide it until everybody's dead. <laughs> so they don't have to release it and, and then people won't know about it, right? I mean, crazy. It really right, is. So after, like every- after, they failed, after they failed to send out the, the alert, right? Here's what happened. The FOIA email showed FDA influence on CDC's decision. Okay, this is the FDA, which I said earlier in the show that should be shut down. 
FDA, I believe, is one mm-hmm. of the largest cause of death on the planet. Statistically, they are, in my opinion, if you look at data. Uh, FOIA emails show the FDA influenced CDC's decision to withhold myocarditis alerts according to emails obtained through the Freedom of Information Act by the Epic Times. It is clear that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration influenced the CDC's decision to withhold the post-vaccination myocarditis alert. According to FDA spokesperson, here's what the FDA said. The FDA continues to work collaboratively with the CDC to monitor for known safety risks related to vaccines and determine how to best ensure any relevant safety information is conveyed to the public, which is exactly the opposite of what they did. Healthcare providers, continuing the quote, healthcare providers and clinicians are also informed. After thorough assessment and when the potential risk was clear, the FDA updated the fact sheets for the COVID-19 vaccines and communicated with the public in a manner that was determined to be appropriate for the excess risk. Here's the takeaway. Here's the money shot. The FDA eventually added myocarditis as a potential adverse. This is way after the fact, right, as a potential adverse event to both Pfizer's uh, uh, comorbidity and Moderna's uh, spike back mRNA COVID shots on June 25th, 2021. So, truth comes out in the end. Yeah. You have to know what's going on so you know who to trust while things are happening. Okay. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Am I there? Oh, I'm here. Okay. I couldn't find myself there for a second. So, oh. anything else you want to add for tonight? I've, I'm pretty much done. I don't. I don't have too much more to update. Um, stuff is just getting really hairy. It really is. It, it's. It's. There's so much to keep up on now that I even have a hard time keeping up with it. So it's kind of like pick and choose, right? Pick and choose what what I really want to put my time and energy into because man, oh man, you could be on this stuff all day. But uh, if yeah, I, no. I was going to say Egypt. We were talking about the uh, the rise in prices and in, in the dollar earlier. Uh, Egypt, I guess, ditched the U.S. dollar now for trade. So Egypt said, "Yep, U.S. dollar is not worth nothing anymore. You're gone. See you later." Yeah, Egypt is controlled by the same people who control the United States. And once people realize that Russia is too, and China is too, and India is too. They have taken over the world using the power of the United States, and now they're using it against the United States and moving power back to Europe. This was the plan that was outlined over 100 years ago. This was written down and codified. This is nothing that would surprise anybody who's done their research. This is the plan. This is the plan. Part of destroying the United States, too, is about messing with gender policy. I've got something for you if you want to hear. Here we go. Yeah, by all means. We still we got. Let me pull this up. What time is it? Yeah, we got, got about, about five, two minutes left. Two minutes. Okay. Well, maybe I'll skip to this one. I'll skip to something shorter then. Unfortunately, uh, school food. Ninety percent of school food lunch samples show glyphosate in the food. Ninety-five percent have glyphosate, which actually steals minerals. It blocks mineral uptake. Uh, chelates yeah. minerals out of your body. That's how it kills weeds, by the way. A hundred percent of school lunch samples showed heavy metals, including lead, cadmium, cadmium, and arsenic. Some metals were 6,923% higher than what the EPA allows in drinking water. 
There are. Huh. This is a quote from Dr. John Fagging from the Health Research Lab, who partnered with a mother, mother who was doing research on school food. Quote, there are more toxins in school food than nutrients, period, unquote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that, I'm not surprised at that by all, at all. So, you know, we can target the kids, right? They're going to target the kids. I, I'm not surprised by that statistic at all. In fact, I saw something. There was a guy that, um, and I, I'd have to go back to try to find it, but he's purposely, you know, and he's a real health nut, eats raw, vegan, blah, blah, blah. But for his for the kids' sake at the school where he teaches softball, he's going to do a 30-day journey of eating just kids' meals from school. And he wants to take his blood work before and after and, I'll, you know, and uh, whatever else he's going to do. It was kind of like that guy that ate McDonald's for 30 days. Do you remember that dude? And he got, like, violently mm. sick. Mm. He gained, like, yeah. 50 pounds. Um, so this guy's kind of doing yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, this guy's going to be doing the same thing and then making it making it public. So that should be kind of interesting to see. And, yeah, I mean, good God, pack your freaking kid's lunch for school, please. Do your kid a favor and pack their lunch because that stuff in school, there is nothing good, nothing good. I mean, there are some private schools out there that put out, you know, salads and those type of things that would, would be better for you. There's a couple schools out there like that, but they're few and far between. Good point. Sad statistic. Make your own lunch. That way you know what they're getting. And we're not saying yeah. that you can control 100% of what your kids are going to do, but, you know, if you bring them up the right way, they're going to at least question it at some point. So all of our episodes can be heard on iHeartRadio, Blog Talk Radio, Freedomizer Radio, DeliveringTheTruth.com, and I'm missing one. Which one am I missing? I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. Anyway, find us on Facebook, find us on our website, and if you know a guest that wants to be on the show, um, we're more than welcome to take guests. We're just not taking too much on the political side anymore. Politics, I mean, because it's all politics, right? But I'm talking about, you know, the politicians are going to come and save the world. Yeah, okay. No, we need to, we need to stick to the real issues. Yep. You got people will be shocked one day when they realize how the people they trusted were not working for them. Exactly, exactly, and that's almost all of them. Like yep. I said, there might be yep. one or two, one or two good ones. So, all right. Yep. So we're gonna sign out for the week. Stay warm, wherever you are, or stay cool, wherever you are. And I will be talking to you on the other side, Russ. Thanks for joining in, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Have a good week. We'll see you 7:30 next week, next Thursday night, right here, deliveringthetruth.com. Good night. All right. TTFN.